I'm checking it out, and Oyakumova never actually refers to it as a stand by name. That's yeah, true. He does. Uh, yeah, he does. Oh, he does. Where? Wait, I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. We're not doing this anymore, Darius. You can't just say yeah. things. I'm not just believing blindly. <laughs> I don't. I no longer have blind faith in Darius's power of recall. Let's see. He calls it a special ability and a gift from okay. God. Those are the things that he calls it. Yeah, maybe I was confusing him and Mountain Tim. After the page where he calls it a special ability and a gift from God, Mountain Tim is the one who's like, one more thing, Gyro. The quickest okay. way to protect yourself from stand abilities is to kill the stand user. Then You're their right. ability will be destroyed. Okay, I was wrong. <sighs> but this is what happens when Darius is wrong one time. Yeah, then, it's, then it casts everything under a cloud of suspicion. <laughs> and then exactly. Just like Marco. And exactly. No, not helping. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I'm just being the agent of chaos here. I'm I gonna, know. I'm gonna play both sides. Thanks. That's how you have to be. It's always Courtney on one side, me on another side, <laughs> and Darius being like, "What if you're both right?" <laughs> We're like, "No." <laughs> Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Explainer, a podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm Elizabeth Simmons. I'm Darius Kazemi, and I'm Courtney Stanton. And today we're going to debate the innocence or guilt of one small boy prisoner named Marco. I hope that's why you listened in today. Yeah, this is now a true crime podcast. (laughs) Marco, did he do it? I personally am starting to doubt his innocence just based on... (laughs) Just based on... Just based on his face. But based on his face, I can tell that he has something else going on. He He's guilty about something. All right, so th- this episode we're talking about issues 22, 23, and 24 of Steel Ball Run. And when we, when we last saw our heroes, Mountain Tim was getting exploded. Yes. And depending on how Darius edited things... <laughs> uh, you may have heard me say he's definitely dead. Darius very confidently assured us, oh yeah, Mountain yeah. Tim's dead, he doesn't come back. And he was fucking wrong. And we allowed ourselves to be convinced simply by Darius's confidence, which overrode our own memories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh yeah, no, he doesn't come back. And I was like, yeah, I know. Yeah, it definitely sounds correct. I was like, I thought I remembered, okay, no, you're right. I, you're probably right. <laughs> I, like, I, I haven't read this far. I'm glad you trust me so much that I Apparently. can lead you astray. He just, yeah. he, Darius has this way of saying things as it, he's like, yeah, no, I checked. Like, I mean, I, I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm a cis man. <laughs> he can just say things. And we're like, well, he seems to know what he's talking about. <laughs> really need to start learning how to fake it the way you do. It's just incredible. <laughs> We were wrong. Uh, or, he, or, <laughs> or Darius was, I was wrong. wrong. And Corian and I were innocent victims of Darius's wrongness. Like Marco. Oh, nice. Thank you. But I, I do like how Mountain Tim survives by just like, he's just like, well, I can turn my body into rope, which basically means that I can absorb the shock of the explosion. Just like right. so. stretch it out. So that means he gets, his body gets thrown piece by piece across the street into this barn where Johnny and Gyro just are doing, hmm? Just barn bros. They're barn bros. Yeah. I want to offer a moment of silence for the best Steel Ball Run fan artist. No, she Marion. Uh, who R.I.P. I mean, like, she's not she, dead. I don't I, We don't I think. don't think she's dead, but she she was so annoyed by fans sharing her stuff without her permission and without like certain passwords and whatnot. Well, and they were she putting just, it on like shitty, gross websites. Right. And that she just deleted it all off the internet. But she used to write like full Ugh. issue length, fully uncensored sex scenes oh. of comics of Johnny and Gyro and like these very deep romantic arcs, well characterized, beautiful art. 
Marion was the best. Yeah, just truly the, best the best of us. We didn't deserve her. We didn't, and and now all her stuff is gone, which is why <laughs> we... you should save your porn. Seriously, next time you see like the best fan artist ever, don't share their stuff without their permission, but save it for your own personal use if you think that you might want it again someday. Yeah, learn from our mistakes. Uh, but yeah, Eliz, I think you're right. She definitely did something. Yeah, I think she did a, a scene, scene that took yeah. place in this barn. But yeah, because they're just <laughs> they're just in a barn hanging out. All curled up very close together with nothing. There's like no Iraqi has given them no props or any sort of business. Yeah. Johnny's not even in his wheelchair. I don't think. No, they're, they're getting just, to know each other. Yes. Yes. Let's just sit with that for a moment. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they're just, they're just across the street. But yeah, then suddenly, obviously there's an explosion and there's body parts and they're like, Hey, uh, those seem like the distinctive cheetah print of mountain Tim. I honestly kind of wish mountain Tim had died just for his sake. Cause he is not in good shape. No, he's bleeding from his eyes. And the, the, <laughs> when his, you're bleeding from oh. your eyes, it might be the jaw, his lower jaw is not attached to anything else. Yeah, that's real gross. Except for the rope. Um, but he has survived so that he can deliver important exposition about ho- how Oyakomova's stand works. Just and in we time. needed that. Yeah, for Oyakomova to arrive. And so for he- Oyakomova to be uh, extremely uh, annoyed at how unchill Mountain Tim is being. It's like, dude. Dude. <laughs> dude, you're telling them. One of the things that I really like about Mountain Tim's fate here is that, like, his body is split into bits, but he's still wearing all of his accessories and whatnot. Like, his hat mm. oh, is yeah. firmly secure, obeying Iraqi's hat rules. Yeah, and his, like, yeah. they're attached to you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. Maybe he was born with that hat. Yeah, uh, it might, he might be a, maybe he's a unicorn. He might be a unicorn, yeah. Actually, that would make a lot of sense. If, that's, that's why, why the, the horses, horses pay respect to him. <laughs> oh. Holy shit. We explained it. Is that why only like uh, virgins can touch him or something? Like what's, the, what's that unicorn thing? I think so. That's why his, his blood heals you. Yeah. Wow. Adding I can't so many, believe we just <laughs> so many powers. Mountain we just Tim explained is, is Mountain Tim. <laughs> that is why horses pay. That totally yeah. explains it. They're like, oh, you're a super horse. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like how Darius and I automatically like knew, like, of course, horses would pay respects to a unicorn. <laughs> right. This makes he's total the, sense. He's the king of the horses. Yeah. yeah. He's horse nobility. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Well, that clears a lot up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Fact check. <laughs> that's really my only major question about Steel Ball Run. Is <laughs> why horses bow to Mountain Tim. Everything else is so internally consistent. Wow. Okay. So we find out that Oyakomova and Gyro know each other because, as we all know, all queer people already kind of know each other. Yeah. Uh, so this honestly is just the representation that I was looking. Yeah, Gyro's like, oh yeah, I know him from back in my clubbing days. Right, like mm. I saw him around the scene. Yeah, uh, he's the reason my dad had to retire, <laughs> <laughs> and he is. And yeah, yes, he, actually he is. is yeah. So I guess Oyakumova was got himself arrested, and then while he because he was trying to blow up the king. Fair. He's a bomber. He's the midnight bomber. What bombs at midnight? Seems perfectly reasonable. Who, Whom amongst us wouldn't want to blow up your king? Yeah, fair. He disgraces Gyro's dad by 
escaping from prison by putting explosive powder in a guard's ear and killing him that way and right. then but escaping. that's also questionable to me i wonder if like he had i mean okay by the mountain tim law of stands wherein stands he has the most po- the most logical possible stand so he must have had explosive powder on him while traveling through the devil's palm right and he must have been particularly skilled at like detonating explosive powder because he probably didn't have like a match He's yeah. pro- I mean, he's a professional bomber, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he he. this is like a two Tims, like, stand. Like, this is a complete, yeah. extremely coherent two stand. Two Tims? Yeah. <laughs> That's a, the top. A two double Tims, Tims. Yeah. yeah. So like and Tim his, is Tim is a two Tim yeah, stand. Yeah. Tim is the, the, the measure by which we are now evaluating everybody's stand. Like, do they right. have a past history of it? Like, Tim was a... a Rope Cow- user, yeah, cowboy, <laughs> right. and he was like in contact with a rope, right? When and, and he developed his right. stand. And Johnny's a manicurist. Right? No, see, Johnny, Johnny doesn't get like the double Tim. <laughs> no, it's true. Johnny's like a negative two Tim. <laughs> yeah, he has. I mean, he has fingernails. <laughs> That's true. Okay, he was touching fingernails at the time. <laughs> he was thinking about the spin, so he gets one. That yeah, okay, yeah. that's fair. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. He gets one out of two Tims. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> How, Although, what's the fewest I, Tims? Like zero. What, I'm trying to, I think you can get negative Tims. I think it's got to be like a yeah, zero, negative two to two scale. It's that's, or, or are we going to do like a, a one, negative one to one? I don't, Tim just a full two Tim. To two. No, it could be, it could be negative. It could be negative if it's like an ACDC situation where you have like an electricity name, but a fire based power. Yeah. Know, yeah. Or yeah. Like it makes that's no good, sense. Right. Yeah. Or yeah, one yeah, that's I just completely by lightning and so I can, so I can make frogs appear now, yeah. you know? No, yeah. no, absolutely. All right. Um, we, right. So so the way his stand works is he puts these basically grenade pins on right. you, but the pins look like little dolly melting clocks. Especially with Gyro, because Gyro's holding onto his steel ball. That's what he touched. So Gyro's hand is getting really sweaty. So now we have Gyro Zapelli's hot, moist ball. A little callback for you all there. We sure do. Our longtime listeners. It's for the fans. <laughs> yeah. So the pins, the little clock pins are starting to get all melty. Well, because they're starting to slide away from his hand because he's sweating so much. <laughs> Apparently. Right. And, and the harder he presses to keep them in, the more he sweats. So right. it's like a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. It's like an Alice tears situation, like the amount of sweat. It's like he's going, like if he were in like a room, it would flood. <laughs> with his sweat. But the imagery is like very strongly uh, Salvador Dali melting clocks yeah. motif. I don't know if middle schoolers still put Dali posters up on their walls. If you're a middle schooler and you're listening to us, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> We try, we try, we try to keep just, it. Just wait until you're a little older. Yeah, maybe. we yeah. try to keep it what? <laughs> PG 13? Do we? No, we don't. Um, <laughs> We get a little bit more info dump from Mountain Tim about stands, where he says that they are the energy brought forth from our spirit and that they appear in our hearts as if they exist and they can destroy. But they do exist. I think Mountain Tim is like just full, whole cloth making shit up. Absolutely. He's yeah. like, I know that I am the first person to codify any of this stuff so i can just say whatever and it will be canonized by because people i'm fucking who, mountain tim yeah, yeah by people who read my newsletter but like mountain tim 
Like, you know how there's that author who's trying to claim that, like, she's got the trademark on God Help Us All, uh, Omegaverse as yes as a thing but like this is like mountain tim is imagine wanting to claim omega i I know well hey there's a a, capitalism if there's money in it someone will try like he's doing that but with stands he's like this is it i'm i am making this but like stand has already taken off as a tag on ao3 in this universe like you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube mountain tim Okay, so so Gyro and his sweaty hand have this bomb, but his like his hand is a bomb and the ball is a bomb. Right? It's important to me to point out that this stand power, which I don't know its name, is mo- way more powerful than Kira's similar stand power. But yes. I, I, I think as we discussed earlier, it's also way, way less subtle. And yes. I think Kira valued being like undetectable. Hidden. Yeah, right. This is an assassination stand. This is like a. This is like a. This is an assault. A sloppy like a, assassination. Yeah. Stand. This, is an, this is an offensive stand. Uh, whereas, uh, and it has you know it has a, a range of what fifteen meters or something, right? It's like thirty or forty. Oh, thirty or forty. Right. Sorry. It was it was Gyro's uh, ball that had a twenty meter. But whereas Kira's stand, uh, at least one of his stands, because he has like three, yeah, has like infinite range and is also like so he can be completely safe. Right. Right. Well, that's the other thing is that they do, or it is pointed out in one of these chapters that Oyakomova can get injured by his own bomb. Yes, because it's yeah. it's it's not an automatic stand. It's like right. an aggressive yeah stand. So it's a real bomb. It's not a stand bomb. Yeah. It's like he, he's like he sets the pin. Like the pin is the stand. Right. But yeah. then it turns the thing into an actual bomb. bomb. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and speaking and of the pin, away. like Gyro manages to sweat one of the pins out of his hand. And then he like shoves the pin back through his hand. Through the back of his hand into his palm. Because he can't, he lift can't let the, up. Yeah, he can't lift the ball because that'll pull more pins. Which is pretty right. badass. It is very badass. Gyro's a toughie. I like him. I don't know if you've picked that up yet <laughs> from me. But I still like that Johnny is still doing a little bit of a speed wagon-y thing of just like narrating and being like freaked out. And, and Tim. Johnny and Tim are both uh, the... Yes. speed wagons this time around because Mountain Tim's got all the exposition. That's true. But Johnny's like, wasn't that pin in the back? Yeah. Uh, mm. Yeah, Tim, Mountain Tim has the exposition and Johnny's the one who's like narrating what is happening right now. Yeah. And then we learn the final secret of the spin of the steel ball, which is exploding your own foot. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this is his ability to take the energy from a hit and like put it somewhere else in his body. And... I just want to remind our listeners of Sendo from part one, not even Hammond, Sendo, which is the first Hammond technique that we learn from Baron <laughs> Zappelli, which is how he gets the energy through that frog. To break um, the rock. To break the rock. It's it's the ability to move uh, the energy through bodies, and that is essentially exactly what Gyro is describing here. So if Gyro's fist is Baron Zappelli and Gyro's body is the frog and Gyro's foot is the rock, that's what you're seeing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Darius, one day I'm going to just, I'm going to block your access to the JoJo wiki. <laughs> I didn't even have to, I didn't even have to look it no, up. No, I know. I know. Because he spent he's, too much he's time on that there. He's saying that totally unrelatedly. <laughs> just, <laughs> he's just, he's just, just on his mind. We're, I'm going to, uh, next week I'm going to have like net nanny on our, on our, <laughs> On our computer. Read a different website. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) 
Oh, it's fine. I have I have the uh, uh, the the trails wiki. I can. Read oh, instead, great! So. Yes. No. Yeah, all the trails in the sky, trails of cold steel games. You can read about those. So yeah, so they take off. They're chasing after him. Yeah, because because Gyro gets a hit in on him, but it's not like a really strong one. It just basically like oh right, because he's going him. after the zombie horse. Right, they're they're both going after the zombie horse because Gyro needs it to repair his foot, which has been blown to smithereens yes. and just like flaps of fabric are just like flapping around. I love how Johnny's like, "Hey, if that could fix your foot, do you think it could fix my legs?" And Gyro's like, "Don't expect anything weird." Yeah, okay. yeah. This isn't JoJo's weird adventure. This is JoJo's <laughs> bizarre adventure. Also, Mountain Tim has, I guess, been left in pieces on the ground. Back he is there. fine. He'll be fine. <laughs> He's a unicorn. Yeah, it's true. The horses are taking care of him. I like the little development of Jairo and Johnny's relationship. Maybe they bonded more when they were laying on the floor of the barn. I'm going to go with they were playing Parcheesi together. But Johnny refuses to leave Gyro's side. There's really no- nothing in it for him. I mean, there is in that he wants to touch his balls again. But right, like, but he's like, he's basically just like, we've come too far. There's no, yeah, him. there's there's not really, normally I think there would be like a back and forth of like, no, yes, no. Well, there kind of is because it's like Gyro is like, first he's like, you're not a part of this. And then Johnny's like, I am. Oh, yeah, we get to see Oyakumava's stand and it's sick as hell. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. his stand. I don't even know what it's called, but it looks like a crow crossed with uh, Black Sabbath, which was Polpo's stand yes, in part five. Which already looks kind of like a crow. Right, because it's got the plague mask. It's cool. That's what I'm saying. It's super cool. Um, and then suddenly the water is now bombs. Everything is bombs. Oh, wait, his stand is called Boku no Rhythm Okitekure. Listen to my rhythm. All right. Okay. Okay. Turn the beat around. Okay. With great. no explanation okay. as to why it is called that. Okay. <laughs> I like it. They have to run through the water really fast to avoid the explosions. They have to run up a waterfall to avoid the explosions. And then bees. And then bees. This dude is like the Oprah of explosions. I think Araki was just not done drawing bees. I think he was like, <laughs> man, I really wanted to draw more bees. And like, I have all these leftover kind of cutting room floor bees so like let's find a use for them just really wanted to make his assistants draw more bees no Rocky draws this all by himself sure like Rohan he's Rohan sure right? and then uh, we get we get great lines like the, they're gonna attack us the bees have pins in them yeah I really I think in any other arc this would be there's just so many good lines but instead we're like not even a third of the way through and this is just like a warm-up villain you know like this fight is good and it's weird but it's like you know there's just it's it's not even like a standout memorable fight right and and johnny's now dubbed his things finger cutters which is reminiscent of bubble cutters from from part two also it's funny to me that it took like a few minutes for him to go from thinking of his nails as nails <laughs> yeah, to thinking of them as, quote, Weapons. finger cutters. Yeah. 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 Coming yeah. up with a new name, which is not a very good name, Johnny. No. no. Uh, I mean, he only spent five minutes on it, so. Good point. So, yeah. So then suddenly there's a spider web from. Yeah, sudden, I had to go back. I was like, wait, what is this, like, netting? And then 
they're like, oh, yeah, we're using this. We attached the spider web to the bees. I mean, it's a Joseph Joestar rope trick. It's like, oh, there was a rope the whole time. That's why I wasn't hitting you. I was hitting the rope. But where where did the spider web come from? It sure was lucky. There just happened to be a ton of spider webs. It's just on the tree. It's like on a tree nearby. It's and pure luck. He's uh, aiming for it. Okay. It doesn't make sense because it would be better if this were like Poco Loco. Because Poco Loco's whole thing is like the environment will present like things that normally would be obstacles, but they turn into opportunity. And that's like the because just because of like luck. And this is the kind of thing where I'm just like, okay, the fact that there just happened to be a spider web and enough of a spider web to route it into like a whole freaking swarm of bees, <laughs> like that. Yeah, I feel you. Uh, and then this is where Gyro realizes that. He's turned the smoke into bombs, too, from, like, his cigarette. Right. Oh, yeah, and water has been turned into bombs as well. Yeah, yeah everything is bombs. Um, I do think the smoke into bombs is pretty... That's pretty bad. That was the part... It's cool. When I was reading this, I was like, oh, shit, how are they going to get out of this one? <laughs> well, Imagine they're gonna if Kira just, yeah. could have turned, like, steam into bombs. Yeah. Every, like, it feels very OP to me, like, and I Kira like it. Kira couldn't even have more than one bomb at once. That's part of his characterization. So on the Mountain Tim scale of stand logic, Kira's is at least at a one just because it reflects his personality. Right. Yeah. And I mean, Oya Kamaba is like two Tims. <laughs> like he has a history of, of blowing of things up and yeah. he yeah. was carrying explosive powder on him. Yeah, he is. But also infinite bombs versus guy with a wicked curveball. Yeah. I mean, no, I think, I think no we know way. who the clear winner here is. No way Gyro should win this fight. But but the steel balls can do so much more also, than just be ball. Because the, they're not a stand. It's a technique. Yeah. Right. And I do like that somehow, first of all, like the lines of you two will be the ones to explode from the bees. Sure. Yeah. This is the sort of thing where like I kept reading it and being like, at another time in my life, I would be live tweeting this chapter and being like, LOL, JoJo's. But it is currently 2021, and the exhaustion I feel is so profound. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I also like his line, this is lame. You thought you could blow me up with the same bees that I turned into landmines? Yeah. Yeah. You thought this was the sound of the bees you turned into bombs, but it's the sound of the spin of Johnny's nails. It's like, yeah, sure. These are the great lines where if you took them out of context, like this is why you can't spoil JoJo's for anyone. These right. lines are all examples of that. Like you could give any of these panels to a person and be like, this is a massive like thing that occurs. But like, there's just no way to understand. Yeah, it's like trying to read to something. Yeah. It's trying to read something in like a language where you don't even know the alphabet. Yeah. And it's like you need to read the whole thing to understand it. So, yeah. So Johnny is somehow using his nails to help accelerate the the balls yeah the balls which are attached to because, the spider web and so like and so like the, the the whole trick here is that like Oyakumova has figured out that Gyro needs to be within about 20 meters in order to hit him hard enough to kill him uh like in order for Gyro's balls to right. to do enough damage to him and Oyakumova has to he also in addition to having to maintain more than 20 meters of distance because of that he also has to maintain more than like a certain amount of distance so that the bombs don't hit him accidentally. But yeah, so then what's happening here is that Johnny's acceleration thing artificially extends the range of the steel balls. So Oyakomova is not, ex he's expecting to get hit, but he's not expecting to get hit very hard. But the right. but the nails speed it up so that he does get hit very hard and his skull seems to just crack in half. 
Yeah, it, and then dry, he, and then Gyro hits him again, so he gets two shots. The whole like symbiotic abilities thing, um, I like a lot. I, I like that they organically discover it. Of course, it it makes sense on the Tim scale because Johnny was trying to do Gyro's ability when he acquired a stand. Right. Yes. And it also harkens back to some of our favorite non-problematic boys, Chocolata and Seco, right. who yeah. we we learn are a great team because their stands power each other up. Yep. Yes. Yep. And so, like, this chapter ends with Gyro being, like, first and second place are ours for the taking, which really is a pivot for Gyro from being, like, Johnny, go away. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and he was already, like, in, like, kind of hesitantly a few chapters ago being, like, I get first place and you get second place. Like, that's the plan. But this is a much more – this is a much warmer, ex- like, invitation, I would say. I agree. And then we're going to cover the interlude. Which is chapter 24. Which is 24. Which 24, this is what, which has that really great uh, Iraqi author's note where he talks about the soft hands of an expert. Right. Which we already talked about previously. And this is also the first chapter that was in uh, Ultra Jump. Yes. Or, yeah. This is the, okay. I, I looked it up before this. This is the first chapter. Okay. But it's not a long chapter. No. But it was the first chapter that was in the monthly. I don't know. Maybe he did two issues. The I mean, first I can, month or it something. makes sense. I can see how if someone had an Ultra Jump subscription, but not a Shonen Jump subscription, and they were just getting into this, yeah. this interlude would be a good introduction to like Gyro as a character. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So this is where we finally switch over to monthly. Yes. Yes. And as such, the issues get longer. So if you've been anxiously awaiting our podcast releases and have been reading at the very last minute before they come out and want to listen exactly the second we drop, maybe give yourself more time. Yeah. So this interlude is some backstory. Right. We learn learn that Gyro is specifically from Naples. So not a made-up country. Right. Actually a real country. Yep. Naples, Iraqi's favorite place in the world. Yes, as we, we know. Clearly. Um it it says here that the name of their king is Delovo the Third. Near as I can tell, there is no Delovo the Third. There is a Delovo castle, which literally means egg castle in Naples, but it's not named for a person. It's named for like a legend that has to do with an egg. So like a, a ball? Yeah, like a ball, yeah. And like the egg the egg that we saw being executed? Yes, and I don't know if this is a um, coincidence or not, but Delovo does sound like Diavolo, who it's probably true. styled himself King of Naples when he was living there, right? That's true. But also, now I'm just thinking about the egg execution and how maybe we weren't just I have to, a I joke. Have to look, I'm going to look up the actual myth now in case it's about... People Got executing an egg. Guys, yeah. maybe it wasn't an egg being executed. Maybe it was an egg being crowned. With a sword? No, but you know. Okay, okay, oh, okay, yeah, okay. like knighted? Right. Yes. Okay. The castle's name comes from a legend about the Roman poet Virgil, who had reputation in the Middle Ages as a great sorcerer and predictor of the future. In the legend, Virgil puts a magical egg into the foundations of the castle to support the fortifications. Had the egg been broken the castle would have been destroyed and a series of disastrous events for Naples would have followed, but it wasn't destroyed. So so that's probably them like testing the egg to make yeah. sure it could withstand swords. Yes. <laughs> and it could. So they put it because the egg had been, they had soaked it in vinegar for a while. Oh yeah. And then yeah. they like tapped it. And it got it. bouncy and they couldn't cut it anymore. And so they tapped it and then they were like, great, this is our keystone egg. Yeah. So then they just slapped it in there. Yeah. Like Jimmy Hoffa. Fact checked. Yeah. 
awesome. We <laughs> we explained learn- that freeze uh, in Iraqis. You learn so much history on this. I know. People are so smart. Our listeners are the smartest people in the world. <laughs> That's I, true. Especially after they've listened, listened to us. I know. And gotten all our knowledge in their brains. You all started out as dummies, but look at you now. Yeah. And then we get... <laughs> we get some real bad dad times. Oh, uh, yeah. I got to say, I really think that uh, Gyro's dad might be a candidate for the uh, just created JoJo's Bad Dad Hall of Fame. J- Gyro's dad, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to say that this chapter was about anything, I would say that it's about the difference between Gyro and his dad, how Gyro diverges from his dad, particularly in terms of sentimentality. Um, Gyro's dad is anti-sentimental to the point of parody. He doesn't believe in having a feeling. He doesn't have friends. He doesn't have anything somehow he has a wife i guess because well i mean he i mean i'm sure it was like a political you know or financial arrangement he needs to produce offspring he's from like a respected family yeah he needs to produce offspring in order to pass on the execution tradition so it makes sense but i did have a feeling of uh pity for his wife and children um other than gyro uh yeah, and then Gyro and like he Gyro gets in trouble for having even for it even occurring to him that like this one prisoner was small. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. she bit off some fingers, which right. then Gyro's dad blamed him for. She's pretty cool. She yeah. Yeah, she's all right. Mass poisoner, biter of fingers. Yeah. She seems, seems great. to be a very efficient finger biter. Which yeah. begs the question to me, because there's all this shit about how like Gyro's dad is like I have to free myself from all emotion because otherwise I could fuck up an execution even with like one fraction of a millimeter off. And I'm like, you're cutting off heads, right? How hard can it be? <laughs> That's my question. Like, I assume he's like strong. You know, he's like trained. He has the steel balls too to help. And yet he's like, I'm worried that I might cut off a head not quite enough. Yes. Well, I feel like he is stuck in some hypervigilance. That's true. That's a good point. He's a bit of a perfectionist. Yes. I mean, I will say, like, the strength required to cut through bone is a lot more than the strength required to cut through, like, nerves and tendons. So if you fuck it up, like, and again, it seems like he really doesn't want to be embarrassed more than, like, than he doesn't want to, like, well, it's like I think at the root or like what he says, it's like there's some examples of him saying like, you know, like to not cause pain. And like the second stroke is like unacceptable, right? Like it's right. supposed to be. And that's why they like study the human body so much. And like so that's why they developed the spin and everything it was supposedly to come out of like right. some sort of humane death. But he really seems to have taken it to a place of perfectionism and like not humiliate basically like don't embarrass me in public as my therapist would say i don't think that this line of thought is functioning for him yeah right it's like maladaptive (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, exactly he's uh i do like that we get to see in a brief flashback gyrozapelli's uh high school graduation (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> where his dad didn't even go. Yeah. yeah. I love that that's like the, the worst thing a Rocky can imagine a dad doing is like not showing up to your child's graduation. I don't think that's the worst thing a Rocky can imagine a dad doing because we've no, but read it's like Jojo's what Bizarre he, Adventure. Yeah, but yeah. it's like what he uses as like, yeah. the, like he didn't even. Like, well, and so yeah. this is, I also get this sense of this is a man who doesn't want to suffer in his whole job he's like he's built his life around his job and he sees his job as avoiding suffering and like his job is to like remove suffering for the people he kills and right. he is trying to remove suffering for himself and that so why would he attend a high school graduation ceremony well yeah, they're, like they're fucking annoying well no yeah that would it's suck to, he's avoiding attachment Right, like he's yeah. he does not want to attach to any. Yeah, friends. if you don't get close to anyone, you can't get hurt. Right? And he's like, he's not attaching to anybody in his life, and he thinks he's correct. Like that's right. that's what I find really like terrible about him is he like does not at any point like question himself or anything about his views, and right. so like he really, but like in a fucked up way, this is like his like loving behavior towards his son is teaching him to be exactly the way he is because he thinks he's successful. Yeah. Right. And like, this is the way you're supposed to do this job. I like stuff like this because it helps like explain how someone like Gyro would end up so like cocky and anti-authoritarian. Yeah. And I think that the thing is that like with Gyro, part of what is cocky and anti-authoritarian about him is that he ha- like allows himself to become attached to things and people. Yeah. Importantly. But this idea that like having an attachment to a person is the worst thing that you can do does figure into obviously Gyro's emotional journey. Right. Well, and so and also like it, the timing I think is crucial too cuz it's like they have this conversation where his dad's like you thinking this way like creates the opportunity for like suffering for your your coworkers essentially like cuz you thought like you underestimated right. this A this woman. prisoner you thought oh she's weak and she's small and she's pretty and look, right. she like mutilated your coworkers. And then what, like a couple days later is when Marco shows up. Right, Marco, right. who I will I will neutrally describe the situation with Marco <laughs> as the uh, Judge Judy figure here. Uh, uh, Marco is, they find contraband. They're like, oh, he's got a needle. He's, it's a weapon. He's going to do something with this. And Marco explains like, no, no, no. I just took a, I found... He found Gyro's collar that had gone missing in the altercation with the pretty woman prisoner, and he fashioned a needle out of a fishbone and proceeded to mend the collar because his father taught him that as long as he keeps doing good things, he will be accepted. And so he's just trying to help out as much as he can. That's what he says. <laughs> okay. But look at his face. <laughs> I mean, he does have the big black demon Iraqi child eyes. It's not the demonness of it; it's just the simperingness of it. Like he just seems like he sucks to me, and like he doesn't have an expression other than simper. Like, I look I, at him; I can't bear to look at his face. Okay, so I, I mean, I completely, I, I agree, and I, I totally understand. I think that you know. Like I, I think I have a long history of disliking and being repulsed by every child that Iraqi draws. Um, <laughs> I like narratively what this is, which is Gyro seeing all the like soft, tender parts of himself in Marco right. and refusing to kill them. 
like both metaphorically and right. literally. Mm. Which, that's a good point. Which is what I mean sparks yeah. his whole. I mean, that's the story, that's right? Just like just like Polnareff right. sees all the farty parts of himself in Iggy and refuses <laughs> to kill them. <laughs> I well, mean, like, I mean, the, that's what I mean. Is that we've come a long way in terms of yeah. Rocky managing to like do like mirroring and depth of character Definitely. and stuff. And so it's like we have and we have a, a kid who's like, I mean, sort of kid. He's like what twenty five, right? But we have like a young adult who's being told like, here's how to be a man. Here's how to be successful in the world. Fucking like you know be like a, a topiary and just like shave off right. all these parts of yourself. Right. And he's like, like, go kick this puppy. Yeah. And he's like, right. no, like just like straight yeah. up. It's just like, no, I'm not going to do that. And even like, I mean, Johnny is extremely emotional, obviously. And when we see Johnny start to try and like latch onto gyro, that's also some of like gyro's initial resistance to having a partner, you know, like I'm right. doing this by myself. It's, the, it's, like, the, it's his same reaction to Marco of like, don't talk to me ever again. Well, Cause he's trying, yeah. he's like, and it's hard for him, right. you know, but like, I, it's, it's this thing of, he's just like, cause it's just this little kid who's just like trying to be helpful and trying to like be kind and like look for ways to do good with other people well, and not literally murder people every day. He <laughs> Okay, Marco reminds me of I realized what it was. There's this like have you all watched Hunter Hunter? We've watched, we've watched uh a, we're a, up to a, a bunch of it. We're in what season We're in season three of the anime. Yeah. There's like this one town that the Hunter Hunter kids end up in at some point where it's like all about pretending to be in love the like love cliche town. Hmm. And there are like scammers in it who like <laughs> get uh, like Gon gets scammed by this girl who like is fakely roughed up by some boys who he and he like goes to save her and Kilowa's like, do you not know where we are? Like she is scamming you. Like she's doing the like big eyes. Like that's just part of the town's whole thing. Like don't it's save her. It's yeah. not real. Yeah. yeah. And that's how that's what Marco reminds me of. Like he feels like he's doing a bit to scam someone. Well, and I feel like that's the argument that the state is making, right? They're like, you must <laughs> <That's> have, <me. laughs> like, you must have known you were in the room. Like, you can't say that you just like, you know, didn't know and you didn't hear anything. Like, you you had to have, and like, I feel like Gyro's argument is he's nine. Maybe the kid developed a stand. Maybe the kid is someone else's stand. Oh, okay. Well, we'll have to like sort of keep an eye I think, on that. I theory. think he's a vampire. He got on, he got his hands on a stone mask. Hmm. That's a mm. really good point. Maybe he's a pillar child. Okay. Well, these I think this is all really great, um, <laughs> but we won't. We don't know yet because this is just a tiny snippet of an interlude, and the rest of which <laughs> jumps forward to like present time when we're finally at the zombie horse. Yes, we find dun, out what dun, that dun. means. Which means it's a mural on a wall. Which, it's a cool mural, although Gyro cool. says yeah. it's crappy. A gyro's well, wrong. Gyro is just in, Gyro's Italian. He doesn't really know anything about art. So. But also, like his foot is just blown off. Like he is really like not at his peak. Well, I also feel like it's 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 a gift from his king, and sort of like the same way. Like I'm from Indiana, and I basically once I am across the state line, everything is shit, and I you cannot I cannot be persuaded otherwise. And I'm sorry. To my fellow Hoosiers, but also I feel like you probably understand. Gyro's probably gonna think it sucks no matter what, because he's like, fuck it, whatever. It's from Naples. Yeah, it's hometown shit. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so he gets the the zombie horse, and it turns out the zombie horse is a piece of magic string. 
Yeah, it's not really explained well. Johnny has questions. He's like, wait, is this a technique? Is this a I, stand? I can't tell if, if a Rocky is like breaking the fourth wall with this. Like, yeah, I don't know what it is either. But but the important thing is, is that Gyro sews his shoe to his leg. <laughs> and somehow this regrows his foot. My point is that because this is the Old West, the shoe is made of leather. Leather is animal skin, so maybe he's incorporating that animal skin in as some kind of healing agent. And now Gyro is like part cow. I'm, but, I'm, I do believe that Gyro is part cow. <laughs> However, when, the thing that concerns me is that it is regrowing his foot because his foot was not just injured. It was obliterated. It was missing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with Johnny. Hey, what the fuck do you think you're doing? Just... What I think fuck? we can all agree. Yeah. What the fuck does is, Gyro think he's is doing? Is this medicine? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess technically. And then we just get this final bit where, you know, because Johnny's like, well, your your dad's a doctor. Did he send it to you or something? And Gyro's like, nah, it's just from the king. My dad never sends letters, oh. which is like, oh. Poor Gyro. I know how you feel, Gyro. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I love that we get once again, like, so this doesn't seem like a technique, but then again... Neither does your steel balls. Well, you know how after we read all the Rohan ghost stories, it was like, okay, now we know that ghosts exist in this universe. So like stands are just the tip of the iceberg. We kind of already knew that. Right. So this is just another form of magic that we, like someone could write a parallel JoJo's Bizarre Adventure that was about the history of magic strings. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure Joseph Joestar would be involved somehow. Absolutely. But yeah. Maybe that's actually how his his rope tricks work all those times. Maybe him doing something. But yeah, I love that Johnny's like, so is this like a stand? And Gyro's just like, uh, no. I was like, don't you know anything? Yeah. So yeah. Um, and that's it. That's the interlude. And we get a cool little gyro doodle. At the it end. is like a little yeah. doodle. So yeah, that, uh, that wraps it up. Uh, next week, we are going to be talking about Tusk, all of Tusk. Right. So that's three issues. 25, 26, and 27. These are long. These are 60-page issues. So it's going to be 180 pages of reading for <laughs> next next week. Time. Next week. But we'll be able to talk about Fleetwood Mac. So, you know. I know that's there's something, that. something a lot of people like. The kids love Fleetwood Mac these days. They do. It's... I'm old enough that I remember it as my parents' dumb, boring music. Yeah, like it missed me. So, it yeah. totally it missed me too. Me. I'm right there with you. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. It's not sorry. But the kids like it. JoJo's Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland, Aura, Aura, Oregon. You can follow us on Twitter at ExplainJoJo or find us on the web at ExplainJoJo.com. We love to hear from our listeners, so please go to Apple Podcasts and leave us the kind of review that Greg Zappelli would leave for being cold and emotionless. 